Austin loves guns. Visit the range at Austin, 52,000 square feet of truly modern Texas fun. Bright, open, and inviting with 7,000 square feet of retail, including new and used guns. Doesn't matter if you're a seasoned pro shooter or are completely new to guns. The range at Austin has something for everyone. It's the perfect place to grab some friends, do the Texas thing, and shoot a machine gun, take a private lesson, or grab a membership. The range at Austin is located off 35, 10 minutes south of downtown, open to all seven days a week. Visit the range austin.com to do the texas thing and book a package buy a membership or learn more three guys on sports it's noah it's sawyer it's jack isaac out there too ready for your calls ready for your text 512-834-1027 the last day 11 to 1 with three guys on sports nick will be back on monday we'll be getting going right about now that's right a little, a little 12 o'clock action the p.m show now uh we do have horns at high noon but nick will be back as i was mentioning with us Three guys will remain, just going from 12 to 2, and then him and, of course, Aaron Hogan. The big news um, in the ESPN 1027 Austin world uh, will be joining the crew from 7 to 10. Game time with Hogan and Hajda. There you go, 7 to 10. Check it out in the morning. Um, Yeah, a little horns at high noon action. Longhorns at high noon. Yeah, basketball, men's and women's, they both play tomorrow. The ladies finish off their season taking on the BYU Cougars tomorrow night here at the Moody Center. The best they can do in the regular season after their OU loss is second, sadly. Uh, But they're still ranked number three. They're they're having a hell of a year. Love that. The 26-4, and they're balling. And Uh, to do it without Rory Harmon, too, one of the best guards in the nation, going down with the ACL back in December. Freshman Maddie Booker. Yep, that was the one. Carrying. That's the one, Matty Booker is 35. That was the one where there was that potential should have been probably called foul. Was that right? It was the, uh, she was called for a travel. Oh, it was. It was so a she shaky, was called for a travel. But right. it was, you know, did she even have possession of the ball was yeah, kind of the, the thing. But bummer. Hate to lose the Big 12, your your last Big 12 to your rival Oklahoma. But yeah. you're still doing all right. You're still going to be in that top tournament. Seed. Just go win that tournament is what I got to say to that. You know, and then you're going to be but a since top they seed. don't do a Big 12 tournament for women's. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it's just season play, essentially. Is that true? I, well, if they can't win the Big 12... Well, the Big 12 regular season, they can still win the tournament. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, okay, that's okay. the unofficial... Like, you, you, winning the regular season is the team that actually won the conference. Right. Yeah, yeah, one of those. Okay, okay. One of these. Yeah, yeah. the tournament... Well, give me the tournament. Yeah, tournament tournament still automatic bid, too, probably for women's as well, because that's what it is for the men's. Yes. Uh, but they're going to get in. They're, they're yeah, probably the one seed. Um, and then softball sticking with uh, women's sports. They did beat Texas State down in San Marcos on oh, Wednesday. Sorry, damn it. Dog. Um, <laughs> Number two nothing. in the nation. One and nothing. Yeah, nothing. At least softball team is a very good here. Also very good. And then the men's uh, need this win against Oklahoma State tomorrow. That's at 1 mm-hmm. p.m. at the Moody Center. Oklahoma State, I believe, is last. They're the pretty only bad. team below Texas. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, they are the uh, West Virginia, and them are tied for last four and eleven. Uh, I'm not gonna miss this conference, man. It's brutal. It it's is a tournament brutal. game every night. You're totally right. I mean, you got number one in the country, Houston. Let's just start off with that, and then oh yeah, Kansas is pretty good. And to be honest, adding Arizona, they're not. Th- this conference is going to remain one of the best, if not the best, even when OU and best. Texas oh, absolutely. leave. Absolutely. So and SEC is not going to be easy either. They're having a great year. SEC uh, is playing hot. They're playing really well. Some good teams over there. It'll be interesting to see them play Ole Miss and Chris Beard, who's probably going to be a tournament team, I believe. Um, and so yeah, they take on. They got three more games. OSU. Uh, they go up to Waco and then they finish off the season with Oklahoma. 
uh, those are three big games for your tournament seating. Um, baseball team, as we've talked about all week, even last week, I mm-hmm. believe, they're heading down to the Minute Maid Park. The Juice Box. The Juice Box, as you guys call it. Jack, you have a little bit on this. They're playing LSU. Tonight at 7. That's right. Playing some good teams this weekend. Oh, Got yeah. uh, LSU's number three, Vanderbilt's number nine, sandwiched in there. Got a good little I-35 rivalry taking mm, on the sir. Bobcats from Texas. This is State. nice because we get three this year, so it's almost like a rubber match. And it's on a neutral side. Yeah, nice. Because every year, for the last two years, they've split the series. The Astros Foundation College Classic That's the is one. what uh, That's what they're calling what it. the tournament is called down at Minute Maid. Uh, LeBaron Johnson going yeah. tonight against a nice. very, very good LSU team. LBJ, one of the best pitchers in the nation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Hurley should go against Texas State. And then the Sunday starter, a little tr- little worrisome not to see Tanner Witt taking control of that yeah. role. Uh, we saw on Sunday uh, as well against Cal Poly. Didn't end up mattering. Cal Poly couldn't, literally didn't yeah, score a run. run. Again. Uh, but, we were, you, you know, you were hopeful that LBJ and, and Tanner would be your one-two. Charlie Hurley... Had one iffy start mm-hmm. and one really good start. Mm-hmm. Um, again, Cal Poly couldn't do anything. L- yeah. Literally over on the weekend. But I'm very heartbroken. I was looking forward to going to that Texas-Texas State game. Uh, but hey, you know, if you want, there are tickets to see Christopher Titus at Cap City, 730 and 10 tonight and tomorrow. Um, uh, I will be... Now I just got to make up for it and attend both games. One down in San Marcos and one uh, when they play at the Dish. Uh I think uh, the Horns could go two for three on the weekend. That's they play hope. good at Minute Maid. A lot better at Minute Maid than they do at Globe, Globe Life. Life. Globe, Globe Life, Life is not good. They have like a win at Globe Life, probably, if that. I mean, they're not. They beat even like, what did they play, Kansas last year? I was, thinking, TCU. I was thinking, boys, we were all at that uh, that Sunday uh, Sunday baseball game. You know, we got lunch after this. Y'all want to knock if you pluck on those five free wings oh, we had yeah. <laughs> on no, that hard in my car. Uh, yeah. On that hard earned victory. Yeah, absolutely. Got the free plucks going there with the, the five. Yeah, that was the first time we ever grabbed some grub was when you started coming on the uh-huh. show. And we gave me give me a few uh, few wing, free wings. I appreciate that. Yeah. I wonder uh, in my life growing up in Austin. Going to Texas games, uh, all three major sports, week in and week out, year in and year out. How many free wings have I left on the table? Oh, because oh, it's, it's, it's and in this economy, I know. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> it's tough because you can't do the takeout. That's one oh, customer yeah. dine in only. It's yeah, just, that is true. But it does make me think about Pluckers and how they have spicy lemon pepper wings, which other places don't do that. Yeah, they should. Travesty. They should. Yeah. That's what I get. Every so you, time. I'm trying to figure out how you can watch this uh, this game. Uh, we got. Looks uh, like I think it's going to be free on. Uh, I think if you have that Space City Network, Space I think City. it'll be on that. Astros.com. I believe it's also free to stream on YouTube. Yes, thank so you. So I think it's available. That's good. Maybe it'll be on uh, YouTube TV. Not right. sure. If it's on YouTube, you might as well just put it on both. Yeah, LSU rank three. This is D1Baseball.com and Texas sitting at 15. I know First they, test of the year, really, for the, oh, yeah. Yeah. the boys in the orange. Oh, I, I mean, sure. I'm glad they got the two series and the couple Tuesday games to warm up before going to play some legitimate competition. Currently at seven and one are the Texas Longhorns baseball team. The only loss was uh, Saturday game against San Diego. That's, and that was it. Extra eleven, 11 innings, right? Yeah, they lost by. Yeah, so they, they they're playing good baseball right now. I mean, all of our teams are playing solid ball. Basketball needs to pick it up a little bit. You've been probably watching a little bit, Jack. Kind of want to hear your your opinion about this basketball team. I don't know how much you've been watching, but uh, being a horn yourself, what, what's what what is. 
our, our good friend Nick, of course, on the show, he's very he's very down on the horns. It has been a little bit of a down season for what their expectations were. Um, yeah. What are your expectations going into March? It is March, which is crazy to say. Starting today, like, what do you see this Horns team doing? Like, what what is this? What is this team we have with Tab? Coach Terry. I think that this is one of those classic, oh, you don't want to face them in the tournament teams. Okay. We're going to be like an eight or a nine seed, depending on what happens in the conference tourney. Okay. Uh, Why don't you want to face the Longhorns? Because, I mean, just with guys like Max Asmus and Dylan DeSue, Dylan DeSue showed that he's a monster in the tournament last year. Yeah. Max Asmus, uh, that. that famous Oral Roberts run. Go Eags, babe. Uh, Really good players can get really hot, and when those guys are hot, they are uh, pretty tough to slow down. Dylan DeSue with one of the most automatic post hooks in, in college basketball. Being but, the other side of the coin, are you a little scared for me, what I've kind of seen of this season, gone to a few games, the size to me. Yeah. Dylan DeSue is a stud. You're completely right. Of course, Max can clip it, but... Uh, the size to me is a little scary because Dylan DeSue is also popping threes, right? Like, and he's hitting them. And he is hitting them. He's hitting over 50% Which on is, his threes this that year. That is wild On, to on say. volume. Yeah. He's not shooting no, point he's a game. It. So does that, though, with that, you know what I mean? The size is one thing. Even with yeah. our guards are kind of even smaller. So I mean, the tournament's uh, it's a whole different animal. We match up if, if we're in an 8-9, we could just lose that. Yeah. You know, whatever. Um so it's none of it's going to be gospel, but I remember playing like Penn State last year. They mm-hmm. were one of those teams that were like, oh, watch out for Penn State. And yep. they did beat A&M. Mm-hmm. Want to bring that up. Yes, of course. <laughs> but Please. Uh, yeah, I mean, it could go any, any way. I think something that has been, I think some of the transfers were misses. Uh, I don't, yeah, yeah there was just a couple things like Anyama from UTEP yeah. just hasn't been hasn't a guy. Anything. I think I like- Shedrick is... A, a guy who's hurt. I think yeah. he's playing hurt. He's definitely not the same guy you saw at the start of the season against uh, whoever they played up in Madison Square Garden. He had some, yeah, he had like a, Louisville a, a, a nice or something start. like that, right? Yeah, but Weaver's uh, been solid on the defensive side of the ball. I love me some yeah. some Kendall Weaver. Yeah, he's good. He is good. I like how just his presence defensively, motor. especially. He's got a motor. This would be a tough draw. Bracketology. Our guy at ESPN uh, has Texas playing. Michigan State, 8-9. It's a doable one. This is an underwhelming Michigan State team. But yeah, then uh, you'd have to take Purdue? on UConn. UConn, yeah. Uh, well, they uh, they they went wire to wire with UConn. Uh, yeah. that was a, I feel like that game was a blowout, and then we came back, and then it just didn't, you know, it, you lost. But a lot I think of they, there was, there was a couple season. chances they had to, to really take over that game and win it. But I also recall uh, playing UConn close, they were without both of their bigs. Yeah. They didn't have Shedrick and they didn't have DeSue for that. Right. That's uh, true. And UConn's really good. Yeah. But sure. repeating is really hard. It is. So um, Of the one seeds, let's yeah. say the fellas end up and sorry I get in this please, uh, of the one seeds that we see here, uh, if the fellas had to be an 8-9 seed, which is kind of that range they've been set at, uh, Purdue being one, UConn being the other, Houston of course, and then now Arizona kind of Files in at that last one spot, I believe. Who would you want to see if that were the case? Purdue. Oh. The team that keeps flaming out embarrassingly in the tournament. In the tournament. I want... Team that beat you in 2022. I'd take Houston, too. Yeah. You think, you think we could get three, three times? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, th- it's the three times, and then if we could just play like we did in that home game against Houston, there was some promise there. There that was. Game, uh, I just, well, Houston, it's, they're a tough watch. It's they're, tough, but they're good. They are brutal. Yeah, uh, they're really good. Really good defensively. Just it's just rock fight hoops every yeah. every time they go out there. Absolutely. But yeah. uh, 
maybe Texas can be better at uh, neutral sites because exactly. they've been in big spots. They've been pretty bad on the road. Mm-hmm. I mean, getting stomped by Marquette, getting stomped by Kansas, getting Game. stomped by Houston. Houston. Uh, but beating Tech on their home floor yeah. after camping out. Brock Cunningham body checks a guy into the stands, and we end up shooting the exact same amount of free throws because right. they were throwing garbage at our player. <laughs> yeah, that was wild. That was some wild stuff. Uh, when we come back, it is three guys on sports with Noah Sawyer and Jack. We will be touching on what do we got? What do we got? Some rivalries. Oh, list right. of rivalries he sent. Yeah, I like that list. College football list of rivalries. We're going to see where they stack up. I think there's 25 of them. We'll go through most of them there. Uh, see what you say about them if you think this is a correct list. Longhorns mentioned on there a couple times. The number is 512-834-1027. We'll be right back with three guys in sports. This song makes me want to play NHL 14 so bad. <laughs> you yeah. just run through a brick wall. Yes, sir. Three guys on sports. Noah, Sawyer, Jack. I got Isaac out there, of course. Uh, we are going to get into some of this. This list I saw I thought was very interesting. Top 25 best rivalries in college football. And yes, of course, your horns are on there. They're on there a, a couple, couple times. times. A couple times. Um, let's just get right to it, fellas. want your guesses here. Uh, Jack, we'll start off with you. What is the number one in this list from CFB Report? Uh, number one college football rivalry. What, what, where would you go here? Uh, I'm going to get, they're going to go with the game, right? They're going yes. with the game. Michigan, yes. Ohio State. Correct. You want to guess it too? Ooh, two. Yes. Iron Bowl? Ooh. Ooh, very close. It's three. Okay. So that should tell you who two is. Are we at two? You are at two. Yeah, which one? Red River Wivalwi. That's the one. I bet the A&M one's further down the list because that is no longer... You'd be surprised. It's no longer really in the national conscience. I mean, obviously we know, Yeah. I think people are going to be like, oh, that is a great rivalry when we start playing them again yeah i i they put that at 10 we'll just jump to that one real quick they do put that one at 10 and i think that i do think this will get more steam as time goes on i I think this could be breaking close to as you look at some of these teams here they got the classic and we were talking about this off air what's up with the usc notre dame i don't get the history they always play each other at the end of the year but ah, 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 but seldom are both programs like very, very, very good. Not at the same time. Not recently. Yeah, no. I find it hard to care about Notre Dame in general. Yes, <laughs> commit to a conference. <laughs> Piss or get you're off in the, the ACC for everything else. Yeah, and that's what frustrates me because I know the Big Ten would take them in a heartbeat, and I would r- want them than over not having them. But at this point, it's getting a little packed. Um, but yeah, exactly. Piss or get off the pot, Notre Dame. It's like, okay, yeah, you guys have that NBC deal. That can't be your conference because this is going to screw them for the college football playoffs. They they are not in a conference. They can't get it a home. Yeah, no bid. They can't mm-hmm. get a buy. They could go 12-0. and 0. Doesn't matter. Or would you rather have the buy or play like App State? Or I, I get all that thought process. If I'm a maybe if I'm a AD oh, or somebody producing money for Notre Dame, I would want the home game. But I, as a football team, I'd want the buy. You're Dude, gonna- I would. I I don't agree with it being in the top. I I'd say I, this is 25 rivalries. You could put it in there, but like, I think there's disrespect to OU OSU with especially a name like Bedlam. I yes, mean, that's, I agree. Yeah, at 19, that's rude. You guys were out on the Army Navy game. Okay. Um, I love the Army Navy game. Mainly because uh, it doesn't. It, it always happens whenever we don't have uh, football going on for the most part. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think Bedlam is definitely one of those where it's like 
being in school in Oklahoma, going to Oral Roberts, that was a that's a very serious rivalry. Like no messing around there. Um, so yeah, we we got some news coming in possibly if we can figure out the phone here. Our guy Dennis De La Pena is coming on. He comes on every Friday around yeah, twelve fifteen. Yeah, rivalries. let's talk. Let's talk to Dennis about that. I want to hear his opinion. Can you get him on the horn here, Jack? I appreciate it. I might be on with you guys. Hey, 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 hey Dennis, we hear you now. Hey, I appreciate it. Yeah, you bet. You bet. And uh, uh, well, what are we doing? Army Navy? Sorry, yeah. I'm all in on Army Navy. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah exactly. You're coming in right yeah. at the right time, my man. Thank you, Dennis, for joining us. Yeah, we got Nick. I don't know if what you're hearing. Just a real quick update. Nick's out for today. He's getting ready for that 7 a.m. shift. They're letting got, the kids run the assignment. They're letting the kids run the place here. We got, uh, <laughs> I love it. Our guy Aaron Hogan's going to be joining the team. He's going to be our uh, 7 to 10 a.m. show. We're getting the morning show here at 1027 ESPN, and then we're going to be moving from uh, 12 to uh, two from this 11 to one spot. So we still can keep you on at this time. We appreciate you joining us. Thanks, yeah, for, thanks, thanks for, calling. for calling in. We appreciate it. Yeah, man, you bet. And, and A, that is a huge score for you guys. Yes. E. Hogan is, I mean, he's the man when it comes to uh, not only doing it at a really high level, but I mean, he, he just kind of battled to keep local sports talk going. So I actually reached out to him yesterday. He's just, uh, I'm stoked that, that you guys inherited him and he's he's got a, He's got his usual megaphone to get some thoughts out there. So anyway, enjoy yeah. enjoy the ride with Thank me. Thank you. Yeah, no, appreciate it. We're excited. Just kind of this this station we're getting up on in the summer. It's going to be two years, and just to see it kind of grow into this and adding of, as you know, someone who's been around talking sports in Austin for a, a while, a uh, huge piece. So we're really excited. I'm glad I got to meet him yesterday. Uh, he came on with us, but really excited for that morning show. It's just going to have a good little morning sports. You know, that's you got to have some local morning sports. You're coming in the office. You want to be talking that, right? No, I, I mean, I'm, I am a daily, you know, consumer. That's yeah. kind of what I do when I'm driving around. It's like it helps you kind of start your day. What's, what's topical? What's not? A, it, I mean, even <laughs> it helps me uh, professionally because it kind of like they, they, every once in a while, those guys or you guys or somebody will be talking about something that I might have missed. So no, I, I, uh, I, I always appreciate it. I, I think it's good for the heartbeat of your city when you have good local sports on the radio um I, I i don't know i couldn't imagine if there was that little murky time when when uh it seemed like there wasn't any yeah and um and and it just yeah something was off so yeah i'm glad uh everybody's getting back to full full strength yeah again appreciate you joining us Dennis. so yeah we well, jumped in and you kind of heard it here do you agree let's start off with the we got a yeah. yeah we found this no found this list of the 25 best rivalries in college football uh, the top five are Michigan, Ohio State, right. Texas OU, Alabama, Auburn, uh, SC, Notre Dame, and then Army Navy. And oh, I was on the page that the SC Notre Dame game, all of us for the most part, really don't care about. Right, right. I, I'm, I'm kind of with you. That's the one that just kind of doesn't fit for me. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, on the Army Navy piece, I mean, I, I've. It's it's never that consequential, right? Who no, wins right. It for for most of us? But it's not what that's about. And for me, I not only love just the visuals, but it always remind it reminds me, and I hope it reminds us as a country, you know, to kind of set our perspective right. Like mm. these are the guys that are that are out there right. for us, and they're playing a game for yes, us. So right. you know, yeah, sports is always this big. Um, oh. Uh, it's a good distraction for the most part, right? You know, for from some of the real world things that are happening. Yeah. But but when I when I, when I see that, it 
all comes together, and it's like, man, hats off to these guys. Exactly. Yeah, I love it. It's a little treat, too, because it typically, if I'm right, happens the very last like week of week regular 14. season exactly. of college. It is usually yeah. the only game on that Saturday, and so it's like, well, you know, it, it, it's nice. It kind of like wanes you off the tit, if you will, and uh, <laughs> it's kind of like, you know that we're in the dying days of what we've enjoyed on Saturdays here. No, it's well put, <laughs> and it's true. They they have, and, and I'm glad it's like that because I mean, you know, otherwise a lot of us might not take that in. You know, right. if, if it's wall to wall college football like it always is. But uh, no, those guys deserve their stage on that day. So, so uh, yeah, I'm all in on that. But yes, SC Notre Dame, eh, it's miserable for me. Yeah, it's. I would put uh, those uh, all. I uh, like the top three. I think being in, uh, you know, growing up in Ann Arbor, I, it's hard to debate that Michigan Ohio State isn't one. But I do think growing up also, I went to school and go to OU, but I was school in Oklahoma and now living in Texas. I think that, to me, is for sure a, a very... Number two, I just compare it. I compare the two. It's kind of like the northern and southern version, almost, of uh, the college football rivals there. I'm cool with the Iron Bowl there. I'm gonna. You could put Army-Navy possibly at three, Iron Bowl maybe at four. I'm pushing SC and Notre Dame to that five spot for sure. They got the uh, largest cocktail party, I believe is what it's called, the one in Jacksonville. Yeah. Uh, yep. What are you What are you feeling about that? It's a lot of Florida. It's legit three Florida yeah, games. Yeah, in a row. I think because eh. this whole list has to be historically because as of late, I don't think Miami State's a barn burner. Florida, Florida State is a barn burner anymore. Oh, no doubt. And and at the time, like anybody that that grew up when I did, right. Miami Florida State was it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, it was it was massive. But you're right. I, and I always have to remember that. Even as a sportscaster, sometimes, like, who am I talking to? Yeah, like, people my age are, are a big part of our audience. Sure. But mm-hmm. sometimes, like, when you think about, um, you know, we, we went through this with Longhorn football. And even though there were people like me that knew the great times and the lean years and then the VY resurgence, mm-hmm. there's there's some kids out there that all they've known is after Colt got yeah. knocked out of that game. And it's, right. and it's like, Texas? Huh? What? What have they what have they done? Yeah, so so yeah, I always have to remember like um in the in the most recent in the last decade, what does it mean? And exactly. you're right. Miami, Florida State? Hmm. They go yeah. they go egg bowl, Dennis. We'll just stop at the top ten because the tenth is important. And then of course Texas, uh Texas A and M now with yes. Texas going into the SEC. I think that could move up. This the could list. move off the list, correct? It should. Yeah. It's, I mean, and and that's what I always try not to bring my biases to it. So <laughs> yeah. Any any, li- but I mean, if you've ever experienced Texas OU, it is just phenomenal. Yes. For for all the reasons that you always hear, and if you haven't, go do it. I mean, mm. just, you got to do it once. Um, because of the the split and the just all oh, the venom and the everything, and it's just it's so fun. But but Texas Texas A and M, that's. It's it's not there's nothing like it. I mean, to me, Texas, 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 and OU, mm-hmm. but Texas and Texas A and M is its own beast, and I can't wait for this. You know, it's kind of gone dormant unless you work with or buds with right. an Aggie in Austin, and then it never goes dormant. That when people told me the rivalry was going to be done when they went to the SEC, it's like, are you kidding me? No, no. we'll find a it's way. Like, oh, Horns, Aggies, it it lives forever, and uh, again, depending on how old you are. And so, right. uh, yeah, that rekindling is going to be fantastic. It is. Hey, Dennis, we appreciate you. It's it's our time here. Thanks again for calling yeah. in. Really appreciate you joining. Looking forward to talking to you next week yeah. as well. What's going on, Fox? This weekend? yeah, what do we got going? Oh my gosh, college hoop, wall oh, yeah. to wall, including Marquette Creighton. Kind of has my eye at one thirty. Uh, Messi, 
Messi's on. Uh, okay. Yes. Yeah, a little inner Miami in Orlando City. Okay. Uh three thirty on Saturday. We you know, we're we're in the Caitlin Clark business and, and yeah. women's college yeah. shoot. That's Sunday at noon and then of course NASCAR, just for you guys. There we oh. go. Yeah, in Las in Vegas. Vegas. <laughs> oh, and don't forget, as long as I'm plugging, don't forget this whole Fox local thing. We're really yeah. trying to get people to understand it. It's just an app that streams our content to your T V. So okay. check it out. And we and we do kind of cool stuff on it too, like like what we're doing now, just with us in the sports office. So anyway, check it out. Thanks, Dennis. I Thank appreciate you, Dennis. it. You rock. Appreciate you calling yeah, in. Man. Looking forward to talking to you again, of course. No doubt. Have a great weekend, yep. boys. You too. Have a good one. We will be back. That was Double DNP, the man, Dennis De La Pena. Uh, we will be back here at Fastest Break. We're going to talk a little Ooh. Chet Wemby. Took, I am uh, so sorry it took us this long to get to the game of the night last night. Did I say Double DNP? Double DLP. That's De La Pena. My bad. My bad. And I made two corrections here. We're, we're, we're doing what we can on this Friday. All right, guys. Yes, Fastest Break with Sawyer on Chet and Wemby. And uh, a little bit of basketball news, of course. Coming back, three guys on sports. 1027 ESPN. Three guys on sports. It's Sawyer, yes. Noah, and Jack Farrell today. Always Farrell. a pleasure to have Jack in. Uh, like the voice says before, you can reach us at the text line. Daryl the Trash Braille reaches out and says, Sawyer, you still got that show tomorrow, trying to catch my first comedy show. Come on out, Daryl. You can go to capcitycomedy.com, Christopher Titus. Uh, I'll be uh, featuring for him all weekend. Uh, we got two shows tonight, 7.30 and 10, and two shows tomorrow, 7.30 and 10. You got to check out his hour. It's fantastic. Phil's getting ready to film it. It is crisp, tight, and sharp. Tightest 10th special in 20 years. Wow. Fantastic comic. Uh, Sandy yep. says, Kentucky-Louisville is a huge rivalry. And, in fact, it was on the list at 21. Yeah, uh, at during 21. The, during the break, we, did dis- uh, we came up with the fact that what really constituted a good rivalry is you need two things, one of two things, really. And it helps if you have both. Uh, you need to either have a name, a la the game, the Red River rivalry. Red River, uh, which Red is River. so easy to say. Yeah, so uh, bring back the shootout. Yeah, like when, this, shootout. when we used to be a nation. Um, <laughs> egg Bowl. The Egg Bowl. But the other two uh, part is you need a trophy. Yes. There needs to be something that the winner takes away from it, which Red River has both. It has the Gold golden hat. hat. Uh, one one thing that I noticed that was not on the list was the uh, Arkansas LSU game. The boot. And that's the Battle of the Boot. And a uh, great trophy there. You were showing me the little brown jug between Minnesota and uh, Michigan. Yep. Love that. Paul Bunyan trophy, too. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, text in. Text in some of your favorite rivalries. Uh, even outside of college uh, football there because I was thinking about other ones. I was like I love the idea of the Subway Series yes, and, and baseball I don't care for either team but like what a name no yeah you know? agreed but, uh, things that we're going to uh, let's get uh, let's go ahead and do the fastest break uh, it was a fantastic night in the NBA we start things off Doc and the Bucks beat the lowly Hornets 111 to 99 with a Giannis double double the NBA nerds' favorite team, the Magic, get the win over the Jazz, 115-107. to 107. If two rudderless teams play a game, does anyone actually care? Hawks, 97. Nets, 124. The Warriors keep winning behind Steph's 31-11 as they beat the Knicks, 110-99. to 99. The score was much closer than the game as the Suns sink the Rockets, 110-105. to 105. Ball out, boy. Jimmy Buckets goes down-down <laughs> in another round as the Nugs beat the Heat, 103-97. to 97. AD goes for 40 in LeBron's absence as the Lakers eke past the Zards 134 to 131. 
If you're only beating the Zards by three points, you might be in trouble. Oh. In the highlight of the night, down in San Antonio, Wimby check round two. Buddy, Wimby takes this one with a 28 and 13 as the Spurs beat the Thunder, 132 to 118. Fellas, did y'all see any of that game? Saw some of that game. The highlights. Checked it out. Good basketball game. Incredible. My yeah. favorite thing is you can already tell Wimby and Chet don't like each other. No. There's something there. There's animosity. Yes. Uh, I, I'm excited for what this rivalry is going to become. Uh, it's probably my new favorite. Uh, it's a good segue from our last rivals. But uh, the fact is, is it, uh, I, Nick gets on me all the time on the show about how I'm pissed that they won't. Th- they're kind of slowly bringing Wemby along. Yeah. But the track record of guys his size in the NBA, not long. No. Does not yeah. play a long time in like. The way he's built, I know. Could you look? I mean, Chet didn't miss his first entire year with a with a foot injury. Wimby's been working to avoid all these things, but it's the uh, you don't know how long you could have this guy for. Pop's already kind of talking about how he can't coach these players anymore because they don't know how to really be a team. That whole element in basketball has gone out the window thanks to things like AAU, because yeah. uh, it used to just be a problem with one and done in college, but now it's the fact that it it's seeping into like 13-year-olds and all this. Sure. And so exactly. it's just, you, you don't build any chemistry or know how to be a part of a team. That's why the Euros are better than all the American players now. Exactly, because yeah, exactly. they've emulated the soccer system of bringing them up. Like Barcelona has Clubs. a 8U basketball team that they transition all the way up into that actual Barcelona program. Real Madrid, that's where uh, Luka Doncic came from. Yep. Uh-huh. Luka was part of that team. Think of the top of the league. Every, they're all foreign. Yes. Uh, and it's such Jokic a shame that this Ukraine-Russia issue is going to rob us of a great generation <laughs> of European basketball players. Shay. Not American, not American. Well. Canadian, He's Canadian, Canadian. Yeah. Played Dude, Kentucky, but you know these Olympics <laughs> are going to be exciting. They are. I am pumped for Olympic basketball. They announced that starting five too. That's going to be. Isn't Embiid American? He declared. Now. He declared yeah. to be American. I yes. don't care for that, but you know, it's fine. Hey, we'll take you. Well, I mean, it's just like I would love for Akeem Olajuwon to have been on the dream team, right? But yeah. I mean, He's they're going to need him, though. Like to your point, like they actually need him. They, they need a big. They got KD. They got LeBron. They got the whole. But the, that's the problem: is Avengers is having KD and LeBron the best situation? Mm. We did see the other night. LeBron is able to turn it on from time to time. But like, LeBron's already gotten a gold. Is he really going to try that hard for another one? I don't. And KD, I believe, has one as well. Maybe I'm with the guys on that team, that he will just because they legit everyone's but playing. But like, give the Guys, more opportunity. Give Devin Booker his time. Give Jason Tatum his time. Like uh, the next, the, yeah. the, the the ones preceding our early two thousands greats. Yeah, it is good to see though for me uh, the stars back in the Olympics because mm-hmm. I feel like I mean I know Kevin Durant was there. We've obviously that those teams are loaded with all stars, but you're not getting a you know dream team. Obviously those guys are all all time greats. Yeah, but Le- LeBron's been taking the Olympics off. Steph Curry, I don't, I don't know if he's played. I don't in think Olympics. he's ever played. So I just, uh, good to see some of the big names getting back out there because I and I, how loaded these yeah. other teams are. France is going to be good. Canada is going to be Spain's good. Spain's always good. Spain, Australia, Australia's got great things going on with theirs. And then uh, you get to see Nikola Jokic and Luka Doncic take their own yeah. squad and just like, what's better than heliocentric basketball than when Luka Doncic has to play with, you know, who? where is he from? Uh, Luka's from Slovenia. Slovenia, the yeah. Slovenian squad. The greatest thing that ever happened to USA basketball was the Civil War. 
in Yugoslavia. Okay, I was about to my yeah, yeah, I was like, wait, oh, wait, yeah, yeah, I was gonna be like, I don't know if we were playing basketball back then, Jack. But every dude whose name ends in an in itch or a yeah. there's a bunch of V's in there. A well, lot that's of where the they, they that's all be on Civil the same War team. is where uh, Tony Kuko, I believe, ah. made his uh, way over here uh, for the uh, the, the yeah, I th- last and I think. I think they had heard that he was coming over, like they had just signed him or something, or they had his draft rights, and they just went at him. They mm. just killed him, Jordan and uh, Pippen. Mm. Oh, yeah, and that Olympics game, that's mm. right. Uh, it toughened them up. And those sick Grateful Dead shirts. What's oh, it? yeah. Is that Lithuania? That's Lithuania. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are crazy shirts. Those are like Holy Grail. Yeah, mm. those are sick. But Wimby last night, five for seven from three, he hit this bucket in the fourth quarter. The that dagger? Was yeah, it might as well have been between. It was perfectly between the three point line and half court, and then at the other end, Chet comes down and just the stuff when Wimby puts on him, and Chet go down goes Chet. Down I mean, you Chet. almost the call right there. But the thing that impresses me the most about these guys too is with their length, the way they can facilitate too mm-hmm. the passes they're able to make of being able to get around defenders. It's incredible. I let's not waste this Wimby. Window. If you have a Spurs Nuggets ticket you're looking to get rid of, please call me. Um, they oh, are they are incredibly expensive, and boy, howdy, do I want to go to that game? I want to see the greatest basketball player alive play in my home city. It's in I, and you know what's so funny is they play the Nets like the next night, and the yeah, tickets no. are like thirty bucks. I, I was at the uh, the Blazers game last year. Oh, yeah, literally and the nobody game, played. Right, Wolves and Blazers. Yeah. yeah, should have gone to the Wolves one, but the Blazers saw the first game. Yeah, it was really cool. Cool to see, and uh, obviously Victor Wembanyama's. I mean, he'll Must he'll see. have twelve defensive player of the years. He might average ten point, blocks. He could. Uh, we got Southside Paul texting in about that game uh, earlier. It was a good game. The Spurs played. It was. Okay, so yeah. he has been blowing out teams at the top of the West. And then also, we got like to get to this. like this. to think the Rockets tuckered him out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sohan's come on a lot, too. Yep, he is. And then we got to get to this. Our guy Daryl's texting back in. What movie did y'all decide on yesterday? It is Sawyer's Pick, so we'll get to that after the break. Give him some time. There we Watched go. Miracle yesterday. Wife and I enjoyed it. Good. Yeah, it's a, it it's a hell of a movie. Great movie to watch. Uh, shout out the 44 years of that. They need to win another gold here in a couple of years. Speaking of Olympics, USA is due, and they actually have a shot in 2026. Uh, but we'll get back to it here. It is Three Guys on Sports. Sawyer's going to pick his movie. And uh, we will be right back for the final segment of Three Guys on Sports with Noah, Sawyer, and Jack. You may find yourself listening to Three Guys on Sports. That's right. Thank you, David Byrne. I appreciate you. I'm Sawyer Stahl. I got Noah to my right and Jack Farrell across the table from me. Uh, we're having a fantastic Friday here. We had a... Uh, they wanted to know, what's the uh, movie we've been doing since no more no more football on Sunday. Sunday's viewing schedules opened up. We decided it's like, why don't I watch a great sport movie? You know, kill two hours that way. Come in on Monday and break it down. Uh, folks, Y'all are going to learn a lot about racing this weekend, boys, oh, you know? And yeah. you're going to learn the fact that Rubbin is racing. That's right. The movie for this week is going to be Days of Thunder. Okay. Tom Cruise, Nicole Kidman. Uh, I'm trying to think who else is in it off the top of my head. Uh, fantastic film from 1990, I believe. Tony Scott directs. Uh, you can find it free on Pluto TV. It's on Paramount+. Plus. Uh, it's usually all over cable. But uh, it is NASCAR season. we got NASCAR coming up at COTA here. I'm very yes, excited about that. We'll be supposed to be talking to some of the drivers next week. But, uh, yeah, 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 Days of Thunder. It's a fantastic okay. film. Uh, Rocking the Mellow Yellow, I saw. Uh, I'm excited. I actually haven't seen this movie. Have it's you? It's fun. Jack? 
I have not. Okay, I'm excited. Days of Thunder rules. Sweet. We'll have to let Nick know. because started, uh, started Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman's relationship, oh, I believe. Right. And then a couple years later, uh, what's his name? Uh, Shining. Uh, Stanley Kubrick was like, what if I ruined it? And <laughs> <laughs> he did a pretty good job. <laughs> he's like, I'm going to die before this movie comes out. So no one can really there point a finger at me. Uh, I can do an hour on the coobs. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, now, uh, last segment, uh, we got to get the uh, puck out the way. Get that so puck out uh, the way. A lot going on in the NHL world. Here Noah, if you're ready. Yeah, let's try it. We start off with Austin Matthews and the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, Austin Matthews is up to 54 genos of the season, and the Leafs beat the Yotes 4-2. to 14th straight loss for the Yotes. Lightning strike twice, but the Sabres strike three times as Buffalo gets the win over Tampa. The Canes storm past the Blue Jackets 4-2. The Knights make a late push after being down 3-0, but a late power play goal from the Bruins ice the game 5-4. The Habs couldn't take the Florida Heat as they lose 4-3 to the Panthers. Kaner stays red hot with 12 points in 12 games, but the Islanders beat the Wings 5-3. The Wild cool off as the Preds get their seventh straight win 6-1 over many. Logan Stingerman scores his third straight goal with the Stars, and the top lineup is clicking on all cylinders. They beat the Hot Jets four to one. That's not a it's not a cop. It's the Avs beating the Hawks five to zero. Are the Canucks actually good? Are the Kings even good? Jerry is still out, but what can be confirmed is L.A. one a five, Vancouver one. We got two more. Here we go. There's a lot going on. Here's a little rhyme. Pens are old. The Kraken are young. On to uh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's had two goals were hung. The Pens, zero. The Kraken, dose. And then the Ducks beat the Baby Sharks, do, 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 and the Cali on Cali crime, six to four. That was your night in the NHL. And you told me a little bit about uh, our guy over there, Logan. He's going to get sent down to Austin yeah, or Cedar Park, I should say. They're doing the old cap finagling uh, because I believe he's under a two-way contract. So the days uh, he spends technically on the Texas Stars cost less. Okay. Um... Which is unfortunate because there was an interview where they said that uh, he came back down to Cedar Park to get his car and a couple of other belongings to head back up to Dallas. He's living at Joe Pavelski's house with other, wow, last year's rookie, um, Wyatt Johnson, and uh, just two kids in the house, you know, under <laughs> Papa Joe. Apparently there's something in the water at the Pavelski household because the studs are coming straight out of there. But uh, yeah, today they're like, hey, and you, uh, we got to send you back down to Cedar Park, buddy. Wow. Um, the stars go. are very lucky for the situation that they're set up in with uh, the farm system only being about two and a half, three hours away. So yeah, that's ideal. Pretty ideal. As long as no one tries to Paul Walker on I-35, yeah. you can usually make it to any game. <laughs> that's what Detroit's got with uh, Grand Rapids. Mm-hmm. That, that's a good little two and a half hour drive from Grand Rapids. So that's that's ideal when you got that. Um, you big hockey guy, Jack. You like hockey? You get no. into hockey at all? No, it's tough. Just not a not a big presence down here. I know we have the yep. minor league team, but I'm not rooting for a Dallas team. I can't make that ah, happen. Ah, that's you, fair. You learn to turn a blind yeah. eye. It's a, it's Texas. Let me tell you, Houston, as soon as I remember Houston, the ice bats. Yeah, I remember the, the ice bats. Ice bats. Sick. Great logo. As soon as Houston gets a team, though, I might be like, see you, Dallas. <laughs> no, I don't blame you. No, you got to do your thing. That's your city. Oh, yeah. If Austin got any team, I'd be like, sorry, Astros. Sorry, Rockets. I would, oh, wow. I, would, I, think, wow. I, I think I could do it. Okay. Okay. That's My fair. whole thing, though, too, is it's like 20 years of fandom. It's like you don't just throw it all away. I do I mean, know I'm not going to not root for them. But. I, I do love seeing grown men throw fits over their favorite team. Throw, like I remember my friend's dad had the, uh, the curb. Uh, a dress that you get the custom ones. It was yeah. a Texans one, and finally he snapped one of the Bill O'Brien seasons, took a power washer out, just erased <laughs> the curb, threw all of his Texan stuff away, and he swore it off. I was like, 
Dude, Reasonable. I'm telling you we're going to be good this year. We got D'Amico back. He's like, D'Amico's back? And I was like, well, he's coaching, but he's back. <laughs> and he's like, I told, I told myself I wouldn't get invested again. I was like, one more job, buddy. Just do one more, yeah. Uh, guy Zach from New Braunfels, Texas. What's up, Zach? Hey, uh, Zach. Uh, not that you asked for suggestions, but a good boxing movie, so we can throw this on the list. We're going to be doing this for a while. Uh, just randomly remembered was Cinderella Man, Russell Crowe, yeah. Paul. Did you know, those, I, yeah, those are good. Yeah, speaking of movies, I'm going to see the... Tonight, yeah, Dune. Yeah, we're seeing tickets Dune, for uh, Dune Two. Uh, what'd you say? Where would you? Where are you gonna go? See? I got that Regal Pass thing again. Uh, okay. Cook that up in the summer. You ever use the Regal Pass? Not, mm-hmm. a good, not the best theater in the world. Most they sponsor. The old different. Regal was sick. The yeah. one Arboretum, I think it was yeah, yeah, up yeah. north. It looks like all a, the art films and uh, stuff. Right, it, and the they closed her on down. I just like the not paying for. You know, you pay 19 bucks for a whole month and you get to watch whatever movies you want. Uh, that's kind of good... convenient. Yeah, that's the only reason I'm doing it. But yeah, checking out with the fellas. You guys going to check that movie out? Yeah, I want to go see it. Um, this one's I supposed to be to see really it in good. IMAX. I do, yeah. but, uh, I do too. I don't want to pay $35 to go to the Bob Bullock. Correct. Came yeah. back with the Talking Heads. I saw Stop Making Sense okay. Ooh, yeah. in theaters. Yeah, how was that? It's at okay. the Alamo. Yeah. It was fantastic. Really? It is really okay. good. I'd never seen it. I'd, I've heard it a million mm-hmm. times, but I'm on a. I'm on a big talking heads wave yeah because partially because of that, that david movie? burns great yeah you get a little tom tom club actually yeah, there too yeah. Yeah. now we're the tom tom club and uh i, I remember so when that first came out uh when they released it a24 uh it was at afs and i saw it and people were like dancing in the movie theater yeah. <laughs> there was an old man filming it and i was like buddy this is on Amazon Prime. Usually, you go home and buy it and watch it on your phone. It's so cool. David like, Byrne's gonna be big again. Don't the, worry. Uh, way they can just like remaster film. Mm-hmm. It yeah, just looks audio like it, too for that. that. Like the Beatles documentary, they had that too. It's like, oh, this looks like it was shot today. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. I'm looking at it right now because I obviously came out with was it 84 and so yeah, mid 24. What's crazy is guy that directed it, Jonathan Demme, goes on to direct Silence of the Lambs. Wow, <laughs> it's like a big 180 there. Wow, that is a big 180. Uh, that is enough for today and enough for our 11 time slot, fellas. I'm going to miss you 11 o'clock. I'm going to miss you AM, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward o'clock. to knowing you 2 p.m. That's right, 2 p.m. on the way. Make sure to check us out. Check out Hajda, Hogan and Hajda calling it Game Time Jack. That's, you're going to be over there, yeah, right? I'm uh, running the board for that show, so I'll be around. Okay, again, Aaron Hogan joining the crew as of Monday officially with our guy Nick Hajda. Hajda is well joining us for Three Guys on Sports. Have a great weekend. Watch, what are we watching one more time? Days of Thunder. That's the one. Appreciate it. Have a good one, guys.